Yeah, baby. We're starting the podcast right now. We're back. You know what, dude? Live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. YKWD. I started a social media and podcast. <laughs> the fact. YKWD podcast. YKWD is back again. Old school, back in the day, where it all started before them all. This podcast is so fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up. You're ruining this. Sorry, it's a comedy podcast. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original. Original. You know what, dude? You know what, dude? Unmute everybody, you fucking mush. What, what the, the hell? What fuck are you wearing? I love it. Oh, I didn't Hi. say I love it. That's right, baby. We're oh. back. And it did you, babe. Bound and out of feeling and I'm hard enough. Whoa. <laughs> I love it. I've been listening to the sticks all day. Mr. Roboto, Roboto, Mr. Roboto. All you, of you. Gonna, time to learn all the lyrics. <laughs> no, I'm, I don't have a memory like I used to, but I sure can fucking belt out a tune when it's playing along with me, you know? True. Come sail away. Come, come sail, sail away. away. Come sail away with me. That's good shit. What's with What's the that? shirt? It's a fucking, this is the shirt right here, Seven eighty nine at Walmart. It's the softest thing I put on my body since I slept with a fucking 22-year-old at the Hard Rock Cafe in Vegas. Woo! Two months ago. I wish it was two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabby, who, who did that drawing? You when you were drunk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I framed it. <laughs> it looks good. Did you did you paint that with a vagi- your vagina? <laughs> it's a classic dip and paint. I'd buy that. Dip, <laughs> dip and paint and then smush your lips on it and draw a face around it. Yep. <laughs> Came out pretty good. If you think about the fact that I painted it with my vagina. Can I say oh. something, Michael? Mike? That would be a fucking great. Dude, if we did nut art, if we all did a fucking art, you like Gabby did vag art, me and you did ball art, and Mike yeah. could do a fucking uh, uh, the helmet and fucking belly button art. Man, my nuts are a fantastic artist. Really? We had a lady paint with her boobs in the studio. We had another girl uh, draw with her asshole. <laughs> she put in a, a Sharpie in her asshole for Van Hand Allen tickets, and then she had to draw a picture with it. What'd she draw? I don't know. I don't know. It was a long time ago. It was the first reunion of Van Halen and David Lee Roth, so people were willing to do a lot of shit for tickets. Ah. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. It's fucking great. I want to draw. I want to do a painting this is what we do we get the canvas to gabby she does something with her vag gets it to me i do something with my nuts then we get it to mush he does something with his fucking wiener and then we get it to you and you do your balls and your your wiener together and we make a painting and then we sell it and raise money for kids this is all on oh my god this is all on one canvas yeah we let you can I have the brush that Gabby used when she's done, just in case I need to touch anything up? The brush is her vagina lips. That's the brush. Oh, oh you're yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah, she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna mush her 
half her vag in blue paint and half her vag in pink paint and smush it down on a canvas and see let's, what happens. Let's see if we can draw a monkey and you could be the, the monkey's mouth. I bet you could draw a bouquet of flowers, like paint a bouquet of flowers with it. Like just, each kind of dip was the, just the flower. Dip, dip, yeah. dip, dip, and then li- like roll back and your asshole line will be the stem. What? I don't know. I'll teach you. I'll, I'll help you. <laughs> Anyways, um, we got a great show tonight. You know what, Dad? I'm smoking you look like, Cuban. You look like one of those white cops from Miami Vice that used to help Crockett and Tubbs. That's Switek and Zio. I'll this take ice it. cream. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> I, Mush looks like every fucking average podcaster in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have uh, topics. Keep it fast and loose. <laughs> you look like the the guy that was remember the fugitive with Harrison Ford. Yeah, when he goes and gets <laughs> that basement apartment. Yeah, the, the the kid gets arrested upstairs for selling drugs. That's what yeah. Bush looks like. Oh, he looks. Like, <laughs> he does. <laughs> How do you pick up that reference? He looks like uh, the kid who gets arrested when he takes the cops coming for him. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, we got a great show today. Uh, Dennis DeYoung is from Sticks. Uh, I am a fan of Sticks. I like Sticks a lot. Uh, I'm a fan of all the songs, and you can't help but sing their songs. They come on, you're like, ah, nah, I gotta, I gotta fucking, I gotta, I gotta let it ride. I gotta let it roll. But my question is, he's Sticks. So when he leaves here? Sticks, how does Sticks even try to go on without him as Sticks? Dude, they tried. They they made up a lie about this guy. Oh, I want to I mean, get. I want to. Uh, this this he basically got sick. He started the band, and then let the other guys in, and then he basically, you know, around the nineties got sick and couldn't go on tour. And they were like, "Fuck you, we want to go on tour." And they just went, and they made up some shit about him, and uh, then they trashed him on behind the music, his me- songs and shit. And uh, it was fun. I mean, the backstory to this is crazy. He, I don't know. He's an amazing singer. He is very, like, I would imagine that the latter half of his career would be just Broadway or he did like a Vegas residency, but he's still out making new music. He's making new music, you know, and he's not, he's not, um, you know, you He's actually, if you listen to his, him talk about this stuff, he's pretty on point. I mean, we can ask him, of course. But, you know, he didn't even, he was like, listen, I just want to go on tour with you guys one more time. I'd like to just go out and give the fans what they want. Who gives a shit? Let's go do one more fucking roll of this, and let's try to get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because they got uh, gold album, platinum albums, number one hits. They, I mean, they got so many fucking things. They should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they're not. Yeah. They absolutely should you, be. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And I, and I often disagree with a lot of bands who are even nominated for it because you get, like, one fucking song, and they're like, oh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, that's bullshit. Um, and there's so many other bands that deserve to be in there before some of these people that even get nominated. But Sticks, I think, is one of those bands. But one, of the oh, best, yeah. one of the best Sunday Depression songs ever. Babe, I'm leaving. Oh, must be on my, on way. my way. Oh my God. I want to just slip my wrist. Dude, I'll open a fucking fuck? vein right there while I'm watching a little house on the prairie. 
Dude, bet. I mean, we'll go through his hits, but I mean, it's fucking great. When is he? Uh, when is he sliding in here? Do you know? I just checked in with him. He should be in any second. What do you just know? Every rock star? No, actually, um, his PR agent kind of reached out to us. What? 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 Don't act surprised. I don't. I don't know him. You don't. Interesting. I don't know him. I thought you were gonna be like, oh, Uncle Dennis. He's been yeah. singing songs for us at Christmas time for a long time. Well, you, you, I mean, here's the thing too, Gabs. Your father should know him because they're both, they both play the, uh, the organ. They both play the synth. They both play the fucking, the, the sliding fucking keyboards. You know what I mean? Oh, just make up an instrument. Sliding keyboards. Sliding keyboards. What is that? I know it's, they move around <laughs> so much, but it works. <laughs> I didn't know my dad played the sliding keyboards. <laughs> they're both they're both uh, keyboard players, right? Right. That's and how they, you say and it. And they, I mean, they should be friends. They should be. We can make a connection tonight that should have been made back in generations ago. I'm, yes. I'm sure they've played together before. Maybe I don't your know. Dad, your dad doesn't need any more friends. You get to a certain age where you're like, I don't need any more friends. Oh, Kelta, I found that picture of you and my dad today, and I just started laughing at it. I love it. And that's not my only one either. How do you like that? Send me another one. It's so funny. I have to find the other one because the other one was even before that one. <laughs> yeah, dude, what, what's going on? Yep. What? You're like, this is my dad and my future husband. What oh, wow. Have you got, what, what AIDS have you gotten hanging out on the streets of Brooklyn? You think I have what's AIDS? Right? Well, something's wrong with you. What's up with you? I have a sinus infection, but I don't have COVID. I got tested. From what? What do you have a sinus infection for? I don't know. I got it. From what? From the world. How do you get sick? I got a sinus infection. Weather. Usually weather. Yeah. Sinus infections are usually from swimming. They're from uh, smoke. They're from crud in the air. You don't just get a sinus infection. Yeah. When I was in Iraq... They call it crud, and the people burn their trash and shit as sand goes up in the air, and it mixes with all that shit, and it goes up your nose, and you get the crud. They call it the crud, and it's a really – I almost died in Iraq, and I didn't even know it. I had the crud. I had a massive sinus infection. I wound up taking a pill that one of these secret agent fucking dudes with a beard and a fucking weird-looking gun, and he what? was like, take this, but don't tell anybody I gave it to you. You'll be better tomorrow. And I took it, and I was better the next day. What was it? <laughs> what was it? Your chloroquine. It was a. It was something. He goes. This is what be. we have. He goes. This is what we have on us because we're out in the thick of it a lot, away from everybody for a long period of time. And if anything happens, this is what we take. You got the crud. Your infection. I blew my nose. I had a, a white towel, one of the mid-sized towels. I blew it. I turned it brown. Because when you're in Iraq in the desert, like you'll take a picture at night and it looks like all these little things. It's sand, sand, yeah. sand everywhere, and the, and they burn their trash and they shit and they they burn all that shit and it goes up in the air in the sand and goes up into your nose. Oh, you know how many dead Iraqis and sh- people shit is in your nose? That's where you're blown out. You had dead Iraqi people shit. <laughs> oh I mean, my god! Articles. Yeah. He's ma- listen. He's counterizing it. Am I right or wrong? I mean, did I they took. Not burn, no. Did they not burn people? No. Yes, they did. They burned garbage. 
and they burned Iraq. I was you, there. You've you never stepped foot in country. Bullshit, I have. I've, I was over in Iraq. You weren't in Iraq ever. I was too. I did my show there you for never, two weeks for the on the uh, the what do you call it radio? The, the Princess our, Mary. What, what, no, the no. We did the uh, yeah. It was Calta Cruz thirteen Desert Storm. <laughs> no, uh, we did Armed Forces Radio for a week. Yeah, but you weren't there. Yes, we went there live and did it live you from Afghanistan. Not, you did not do a show from Afghanistan. <laughs> okay, you want me to prove it to you? No, no. I want you to fucking keep lying to me. Oh, I'll prove it. To you. So I think I probably got it from swimming. Where were you swimming? In Vermont and here in Brooklyn and in New Jersey. Yeah, and what 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 the hell is he doing? This is me Off when I was in our Afghanistan. That doesn't mean. Well, first of all, if you're you look like a fat terrorist, I'm not. <laughs> Dude, give that's me all not, your cheesecake. That's not. <laughs> that's <nice. laughs> funny, Mush. <laughs> Whatever. You weren't in Iraq. You've never I left the not. country. Stolen valor. I was not. I've left the country plenty of times. <laughs> you're I've a liar. You're a good liar. You're a liar. Mike Calta, let me tell you something about Mike. He has a gift. He has a fucking superhero power, and it's lying. That's Mike will lie right to your face, and fucking you will believe every second. Not even will you question it. You'll be like, holy shit. And then you'll call him later. Dude, I'm so sorry about oh, that. Did that really? No. What? You should be an actress. Not I should. People were mad at your brother on the Patreon. My brother fucking ratted us out to my father. My father was supposed to come over today, and he didn't. He canceled. And I haven't talked to him what? since. Because you keep bringing shit up on the air. Oh, my God. The hijinks that you create <laughs> with your lives is fucking crazy. Let me, let me call Dennis. I'm let me ask you a question, him. Gabby. Why oh. did you assume that I was the one that left that rude comment on the Instagram? Uh, on the Calvin Kelly Instagram? It was a picture of Gabby and two of her friends in a boat, and it said the SS unattractive underneath it. And she wrote, fuck you, Calta. And I don't know why you would think it would be me. Who else would have been? Uh, it's me. Calta and Kelly. <laughs> Might be me. Was it you? No, yeah. Bobby would have commented that from his account. I was going to write the SSA cup. But then instead, I figured that mm -hmm. was sexist. So it was you? No, I just passed. It was Bobby. I don't know why Who he was, was it? it was Bobby. He just said it was him. It was not me. Oh, was not. That, now you're being a bad actress. Oh, me? Yeah. Did you do it? Gabby, why would I not take credit for smashing you and your thin friends? Because you, like, <laughs> you like to dumb things on me. You like to make me look like I almost, I almost, I almost took one of your pictures in your bikini and, and fucking zoomed in on your huge gap. And posted that on Calvin and Kelly. A huge gap? What is a gap? I don't know. <laughs> what is a gap? I don't want to have any Answer me right now. What's a gap? Between legs. Oh, my thigh gap? That's a good <laughs> thing. That is a good thing. That's a good thing if you date guys with big penises. <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right. There you Did. go. Abby's Did. back with her boyfriend. No, I'm back. We're back together. Oh, yeah. uh, real quick, Chris Collins from the from the uh, uh, Patreon just says, why don't you ask your dad if he knows him? Oh, I did, but I forget what he said, honestly. Yeah, I, look, I nice can tell one, you, dude. as a bunch, 
As a Bon Jovi fan, I know that Bon Jovi and Sticks toured together, so they have to know each other. Yeah, they probably they do. do. Yeah, I of don't course know. they did. Bon Jovi opened up for everybody when they call first came out. Call your dad out. right now. Can you please call your dad before we do this? How great is this that Bon Jovi yeah, opened up? Yeah, I also have to open. call Dennis to see where he is. We're in no hurry. Dennis can care. How about Bon Jovi open up for Rat, and then halfway through, they were like, now you open for us. <laughs> hi, Dad. I'm live on the YKWD podcast. Let's see him. Put him on speakerphone. Tell him I said hi. Tell him I said hi. Hello. Yeah, speaker. Hello. Dad. Hello. What's you up, him? buddy? Hang on one second, Daddy. Let's talk. How you doing, pal? I'm doing good. Guess who has the antibodies? You have them? What's up, motherfucker? I'm part of the gang. <laughs> nice. Same with me. I got the antibodies. Positive so, four months now. We're all coming over next weekend. <laughs> Mine is a party. The fake news <laughs> says that it's, uh, it, it, it wears out, but it doesn't. Oh, good. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question. Um, do you know Dennis the Young from Sticks? Uh, I don't personally know him, but I love I love Sticks. We got him on the show tonight. How do you not know him? Um, I hey, listen. He, he doesn't he doesn't return my calls. I don't know. <laughs> they had a horrible I mean, breakup. You guys are both sliding piano players. What the fuck, Dad? Can you can, do you know what this a sliding keyboard is? No. There's no such thing. <laughs> exactly. I, just, I made that up, Gabby. Can you let it roll? <laughs> you guys are... Like you guys are like a, it's like I'm the lead keyboard player, right? You're the lead, lead. keyboard player. Yes. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to make a connection tonight with you. He's you coming over. Give a, you don't give a fuck about Dennis DeYoung. <laughs> yeah, you do. No, he doesn't. No, I love that. I, I got the record. Remember that Rockin' in Paradise? I love that. Yeah. Oh, it was a great record. Yeah, but I mean, he doesn't need he doesn't need more rock star friends at this point in the fucking game. I got you, Dave. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Dave, I'll make it happen. Don't worry, I got you. You got my back. I know it. All right, buddy. We'll see you. Uh, we're, we're all coming over in a week. Okay, listen. I got. Why you have the antibodies now? Yeah, we all do. Everyone does, besides Except me. Yeah, I'll give yeah. him to her. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get that? How did I get them? I got, I got it back in the day. I have them. My wife doesn't because she doesn't touch my pecker in fucking 10 years. Uh, <laughs> and I, I can't get Max tested because they won't test anybody under eight. But I'm and pretty sure he has them too. I touched his pecker, so I have them too. Oh, here. my God, Calta. What, what hey are you, what, what, I don't want to be sick. About, talk about my son. I, What's wrong with that's you? That's a whole different sick. <laughs> he said that's Cal, a whole different sick. Cal, Cal, Cal is going overboard tonight. He's fucking tired. <laughs> you drink a Red Bull, you freak? Packers. What's wrong with you? Have a fucking carb, you fucking asshole. <laughs> are you still in uh, Florida? I am, no, yes. Well, oh, sorry. Yes, he is. Oh. It's going good down there, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I got, got anybody. I'm fine now. <laughs> Fuck everybody else. You know, what you got them, though, I'll tell you what, you feel a little uh, superhuman, right? And you're like, I can't get it. I do. Like, I want to take my mask off and wear a shirt. Just don't worry about it. I got fucking antibodies. I know. I can touch you. You can touch me. I can't give it to you. You can't give it to me. Yep. Yeah, dude, we can do a circle jerk by the jacuzzi this weekend. <laughs> 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 yeah. Hi, right. <laughs> right, buddy. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. I'll give you a buzz. Okay. Love you. Bye. Oh, my God. 
Once Jesus a fucking Christ. North Jersey piece of trash, always a North Jersey piece of trash. How about Kalt to talk about touching my son's Pekka? And I didn't say your son's, I didn't your, say your son's pecker. I said your pecker. That's uh, not even that. Why is that better? It's way better than a little kid's pecker. Let's not spread those that rumor around. You could you you if you if you were funny, you would have said it's the same size, but it's different. Listen, you had me all flustered at fucking call me uh, Coward Epstein over here. Look at Gabby. Look at Gabby's awful sweatpants. Gabby, it's <laughs> they're better. actually shorts. Let's it's see your roll. Yeah. Let's see your roller, your roller skating sweat shorts. <laughs> oh, man. Break into electric boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, you know, think they were going to be on camera. Fucking <laughs> Galta. He was in Iraq. What the fuck? <laughs> what radio station was it? Armed Forces Radio. We were there. We were there for five days. We went down as part of a, a promotion they did. They took three American radio stations on their morning shows, and they broadcast actually from Afghanistan. and the And the soldiers got to watch us do the broadcast, and we got to say hello to their families and give them shouts out back at home. I would do it again. That's what the soldiers want to do: sit outside and watch a radio show. Well, the time difference—it was nighttime. Oh yeah, that sounds like a fun thing. This guy stole his iPad from Susan. <laughs> hey, guys, did I miss the whole shebang here? No. Hey. You know what I'm doing? I'm going, you know, when they say, uh, first of all, three, you've got to cut me a some slack. Uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Anything right now? How you guys doing? <laughs> Hi. Hi, buddy. How you doing? Are we on right now? We're on right now. Okay, sorry, I was a little late. You can see I was in the, uh, I was outside with the grill. I'm like, wait a minute, aren't I supposed to talk to these important people today? <laughs> is it, is it, I'm, let me get someplace where you can see me because it's so dark. So you look dark. like a retired Top Gun pilot. <laughs> uh, I wagged my, yeah, I didn't even, I, I didn't even get all dressed up. I got my Navy head up. Here's the thing. I, uh, let me see, I'll sit right here. I can go downstairs in the studio if you want. Look, yeah, go, go in the studio so we can see there the whole go. floor. You know, a guy right. is, you know he's rich when you can see all the arches in his house. <laughs> oh, this isn't my house. My neighbor is in Wyoming. I just break in and stay here. When <laughs> <laughs> For my whole house. Wait a minute. Oh, I'm getting dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> You've passed like four staircases. This house must be huge. Yeah, you know, Big, you know why? Because you're rich. I wrote "Come Sail Away." Damn it! Damn right, you God did. Damn, what a song! Yeah. You what know, a people, song. So they they still come up to me and they say, "You know something, Dennis? Um, when you wrote that song, I swore you you wrote it for me." You know what I tell them? I did because after I write it, baby, it's yours. It's not mine anymore. And uh, I let all that stuff. All right, I'm down in the studio. <laughs> Unless you want to put it, unless you want to put it in a movie, then it becomes Dennis's again, real quick. Oh yeah, Listen, get the checks. I'm sorry, the checks do not go there. Okay, hold on a second. You're good. Get situated. And I got this cool stand, and all I got to do is put the lights on down here, and you will see. Look, I got my. You want to put your clothes on, Dennis? Good thing you're lucky. I have my pants on. You know, normally I do these interviews. I wear a cup. <laughs> Because, you know, listen, 
you're talking to somebody. You never know when a ball is going to take a bad bounce. Hold on. That's true. <laughs> Jesus, look at that. Well, we all I need control. Um, There's your rock and roll Hall of Fame right there. Yeah, okay. look at that. Look at all those accomplishments. Um, wait a minute. How about if I tilt this down so you can see something? I have can a drawing see? of me and Louis C.K. behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That looks great. That's all, that's all I have. Did he, ask what a, did, did he ask you to watch anything to get that photo? Yeah, that's how I got on the show. I, uh, <laughs> you got to do what you, you got to do. <laughs> you gotta, you're goddamn right. I'd do it again. That's right. Wait <laughs> a minute. Did you, anyway. uh, are you yeah. in Chicago? Are you a Chicago boy? I am a Chicago boy. People think I sound like a, a gangster from Chicago, from the South Side. And although when I sang, I pretended to be from England with a, a kind of a phony baloney English accent I used to sing with. But no, I'm from the South Side. And when you, I can put it on or take it off. So right now I won't do that South Side thing anymore. And I'll talk like a regular person. But when I, uh, you know, when I'm pressed, like when I get um, accosted in an alley, I go right back to it. <laughs> yeah. Does that happen often? Is that a good picture? How's my Navy hat? Looks great. You look fantastic. Well, here's the thing. Uh, we um, we were playing. Me and my band were playing in Jacksonville a couple of years ago, and uh, the naval captain from some it's a ship of some nature. It's not a boat. They get angry if you see that. They gave us a beautiful tour of the whole thing, and they gave us hats. So, if that's my wife, tell her I'm not here. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this guy's great. <laughs> so I don't know. Hey, shut up. We you up for that crazy? <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh, something got it. Okay, honest to God. You know how many? I'm getting six calls a day now from people who identify themselves as Illinois call. Yeah. You know, I mean? you, know you don't want that. Anyway, I digress. Uh, so I'm wearing this hat on the road because I dig it. And everyone's come up. Everyone, people, they, they come up to me in the elevators. They go, are you a retired naval captain? I started getting embarrassed. I says, "Cause uh, no, oh, uh, they always everyone thinks that I'm in the Navy, so I stopped wearing it. But I'm about to do an armed services, one of these things, these zoomettes. That's for the right. for the girl. And um, and so my 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 son said, pull out that Navy hat and wear it because it's an armed forces thing, and it's for the, yeah. the where are these guys stationed? I forget. Anyway, good to see you guys. I'm sorry. How late Ooh. am I? Can I, you're can not I that, you? You're not that late. You're fine. You're perfect. What do you, what do you got for kids? How old are your kids? Dennis, how old are you? Yeah, my son, he's my LD, which is he's my lighting designer, staging for the last 17 years. He's just turned 40. And oh, my shit. wife is my wife. And my daughter is going to be 49 this coming month. And she looks like she's 30. She's just gorgeous and like her mom. And my, my wife's 71. I'm 73. And um, uh, we've been married 50 years. Holy shit, that's great. I was going to ask you about your son. Uh, like, when you're a rock star, how, when, do you real, when does your son realize you're cool and you're just not like the average dad? Never. That's no, life. He, uh, yeah. You know what it's like to be when you're, listen, my daughter was in the heyday of it. She was there, like, she was on the bus when kids were going, look, I'm Taylor Wake. You know how kids <laughs> could be. So she was, she was through the thick of it. She'd never tell anybody who I was. Uh, People say, what is your dad, though? He's a house painter. <laughs> That's her See, deal. I, I was, if, I, if I knew my dad, you know, <laughs> I mean, if I knew any, even any, any one of the three dads that I had, I would, uh, 
If my dad was in a band, do you know, I would tell everybody, I would be at every show, I'd have all the swag, I'd wear Sticks hat, I'd have a satin Sticks jacket when yeah. I went to school. A oh. shit ton of backstage passes to go meet the oh. girls. Oh, you're not well, you know how many chicks I'd get? Yeah, you would think so, but my son, he's, uh, he, he's like eight years younger than my, my daughter, so he's born in 80, and then, of course, the band, Tommy Shaw quit in 83, so he was on the road with us. Uh, as an as an infant, uh, I have just just priceless videos of him, like at three, playing his acoustic guitar and pretending. I'd say I start playing the beginning of a song. He'd complete it. It's it's just it's mm -hmm. so wonderful. But you, you, uh, have, a, he, you have a great yeah. video of your of the good old days. The video yeah. is all your, and it really is a touching video because it's all your family, and it's your house, yeah. and it's you've got with. And you live like you have like this regular life. You know, you got like some up above ground pool, and you're hanging with your friends on a boat, and your little kids, and and it was really touching to see that side of a rock star. You know what I mean? Well, I love you already because you did homework. Sometimes I come on these shows. The last one I did, we had great guys. They went, so this new album, um, this is a Sticks album. I've been in oh. Sticks for twenty one years. Anyway, so yeah, that um. That that was done because when I did the song to the good old days, it was a duet I wrote for me and Julian Lennon to sing together. Yeah. Uh, when we went to do the video, you know, the COVID cooties, boom, they hit. He ends up in, uh, I think he lives in uh, Monaco. And I, I ended up in my aunt's attic. So we couldn't do it. So I, what kind of video can I make? I just went and got all old home movies. And um, those guys on the boat with me, you saw that? That's, that's John and Chuck Panazzo. That's, yeah. that's the six. So um, I had two families. I had the family uh, with my wife, Suzanne, and my two kids. And, uh, uh, and I had the family with the band. Where See, the Panazzo brothers lived across the street from me. Two, they were twins, fraternal. Right. And um, uh, we formed the band in my basement, my parents' basement, in 1962. Wow. I was 14 and the boys were 12. And uh, so the last, this last album that, that just came out a few months ago, it's entitled 26 East, which was the address of my parents' home. But look, uh, that video, I mean, I watch it, you know, like what, once or twice a week. And I, I was the guy that put it all together. So I have seen it. But I just think to myself, yeah, that's me. You know, I, I told everybody in 77 about the Grand Illusion and that we were creating an illusion for the audience. But don't believe it. Don't be fooled by the radio, the TV, and the magazines. They'll show you photographs of how your life should be. Those are just somebody else's fantasies. You know, you and I, we're in the, we're in the bullshit business. Right. We're, we're in show business. And That's it's why I got shirt. this shirt. Yeah, it's nice. I, like, I love Hawaiian shirts. Um, and so, no, I do. I had a house in Hawaii for like six years, so I love Hawaii. Yeah. But anyway. I got this I, Walmart in Poughkeepsie. <laughs> you got this in Walmart yeah. in Poughkeepsie. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this is what this is what uh, the that's me. That's the guy. You know, yeah. like you said, satin pants. That was the guy who was really behind the satin pants. And um, you know, in those days, all all the good stuff in the press goes to the people who are drugged out, alcoholed out, acting, living a life that everybody in the audience and the press thinks they want to live until it ruins them, which is out in debauchery, you know what I mean? And yeah. sex, drugs, rock and roll, all that bullshit, which is not bullshit because it's true.
But, you know, I, on the other hand, am I talking too much? I, I better. No, you're my... great. We love you. Okay. listening. You Okay. Well, so here's the deal. Um, my parents wanted me to go to college. These are depression people. Nobody finished high school. You're going to college. My father was a printer. He had ink under his fingernails, stained permanently at all times. Couldn't get it off. He said, you see these hands? Don't end up like me. You go to college. Don't dig a ditch. This is all he ever said to me. So right. I'll, after I saw the Beatles in 64, I don't want to go to college. I want to I wanna be in the Beatles, for Christ's sake. McCartney never called me. But so I formed my own band. And then I got married, okay? Like one month after I graduated college, I was a school teacher. And, um, and I had a baby girl about a year later. And so when I got the record deal, I was already 25 years old. I had a kid and a wife. So that house you see in the beginning there where all that stuff, I was already that guy, you know, teaching school. And then I got, I got the rock star a, a gig, which is a good gig in case anybody asks you. This, if somebody says, want to be a rock star, I'd say, I'll, okay. So, um, <laughs> so there's the deal. And so I, I came from a different place. Nobody in the band had kids um, through our heyday, just me. So when you have a kid, I don't know if you've got kids or not, but if you do, I do. Uh, we both yeah, do. Well, then you know the minute the minute you had a kid, you say, "Hey, hey, Mister Smart Pants, it's not all about you no more, right?" Yes. So it's I the was. Worst. It's the worst. I, I wasn't it's, a hero. Uh, I yes. didn't do you know I didn't do drugs and drink and all that stuff. Um. So it's, it's so funny I, though because you guys got together. You guys got together as a band, and you had a hit. And then the other two joined, correct? No, no. Was was it? We, uh, no, that 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 was that was um, uh, Billy Joe, Billy Joe De Dakota and the Ram Plumbers. No, I'm kidding. Right. Uh, what we did was the original five guys that came together in yeah. 1970. We recorded yeah. five albums, and then Lady was on the second album, and then it became a hit two and a half years, almost three after it was released. It was wow. you know we had a local record company there. The, 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 it was the wooden nickel was the label. Do I have to say more than that? Oh. <laughs> Support for this podcast comes from AT&T. You know what's complicated? Changing your name to get a new customer deal. Then explaining to your family why everyone now has to call you Jackie Flash. You know what's not complicated? Getting the latest smartphones from AT&T. And that's because now both new and existing customers can get the best smartphone deals from AT&T. It's not complicated. The best smartphone deals are for everyone at AT&T. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Support for this podcast comes from Around the Barrel, a podcast from the makers of Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey. Jack Daniels lives by the motto, every day we make it, we'll make it the best we can, leading to plenty of stories along the way. Around the Barrel brings these stories to life, uncovering a world around the whiskey that gave whiskey a reputation. Listen and subscribe to Jack Daniels Around the Barrel, now wherever you get your podcasts. Drink responsibly. Tennessee whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume. Jack Daniel Distillery, Lynchburg, Tennessee. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Teams. Now there are more ways to be a team with Microsoft Teams. Bring everyone together in one space with a new virtual room. Collaborate live, drawing, sharing, and building ideas with everyone on the same page. And make sure more of your team is seen and heard with up to 49 people on screen at once. Learn more about all the newest Teams features at Microsoft.com Teams. The following story takes place between late spring and early summer of last year. 
period of time where I witnessed pure evil through the eyes of my favorite pop star. Put down the gun, bro. Turn off the goddamn cameras! Stop this madness now, and we won't report you. Right, Eliza? Yes, please. I can't let them do this to you! Oh my god! The stage is on fire! Oh my god! Eliza! Eliza! Eliza, you have to tell me what's going on, please. I want to help you, but I need to know what we're dealing with here. She is not a well person, Shayna. I can't do it anymore. I don't know how to get out. Vivid hallucinations that demonic forces are imprisoning her. Something happened last night at the party. How is this girl suddenly writing a hit single after hiding out for all these years? Journalist Shayna Seko arrested for inciting a riot. You saw this was going to happen, and you just stood there and let that girl fall to her death? The divinity. What's the divinity, Eliza? I know it's dark in there, Eliza, but you must come to the light. But just like any good story, nothing is as it seems. And once you know the truth, the world is never the same. The Shadow Diaries from Studio 71 and Snarled Entertainment, starring Kara Hayward and Madeline Pesh, coming soon on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. So anyway, uh, so my point about me, and you saw the video, I'm glad you watched it. I love it. I don't care. You know, I, I never tried to hide that I was married. Um, yeah. I didn't because... I, I, it was who I was. And, you know, on the other hand, I did wear those tight satin pants. because And the vest. Don't forget the vests. Very, I love vests. Do you want to know why? Uh, I'm telling yeah. you right now. This yeah. is why you called me. <laughs> not, exactly, not exactly formal. Not exactly casual. It, yeah. You know, it floats, right? And yeah. when you're on stage, you never have to suck your stomach in. Because that son of a bitch, you can cinch it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I, <laughs> because when you're singing, you don't want to be holding your stomach in because it's bad for the diaphragm. But I love vests. And I, you should, know, I should get a vest when I'm on stage. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you got to lose? About 50 pounds. <laughs> All right, relax with the 50 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying this. Look, so anyway, um, I was different. Uh, I didn't, uh, not, I'm, I'm not a goody two shoes. Don't get me wrong. You know, I, I can be a pain in the ass. It's just that I, I had a fan, I had kids, and I had, to, I had to protect them. So I'm glad you saw the video. I want to say something about that pandemic, if I may. Can I? I got a yeah, question. You, you, all these years that you didn't do drugs and you were a rock star and you were able to stay married and have a good marriage through all those girls throwing themselves, trying to get inside the vest? I married Joan of Arc. Okay, so um, <laughs> uh, she'll come down here. And uh, anyways, speaking of my wife, we have been in the house, um, well, since March. However, was that five months, six months? I don't even know anymore. I'm confused. Uh, so, um, and my wife, you know, she's 71. She's beautiful. Uh, she says to me, I, I, you got to stay six feet away from me, even in this house. I, and she said, even during sex. And she said, it's never been better. I, <laughs> your, your other video that you did with your, the uh, other uh, song that you came out with, the uh, all do with all due respect, you did you actually did that video um, yourself too from quarantine. All the band members filmed themselves, and you put you had somebody put put it together. 
which was pretty, yeah. I mean, pretty inventive too, to come up with a video in quarantine and, uh, and have somebody put it together. It was, it was great. I loved it. The, uh, the guy who put it, me and, and, and this guy, Greg, put it together here in Chicago. I did it. We edited it on Zoom. Swear to God. He oh, had shit. the studio. And I go, yeah, we, we, we came up together. And here, if there's anybody listening to this, the guy's name is Greg Bizarro. That's his real name. <laughs> Bizarro. <laughs> no, not made up. It's an Italian name. And uh, I said, what was, you know, what was middle school like for you? Uh-huh. Um, so, we, yeah, we did that video. I'm very happy with it. I sent um, my buddy Jim Peterick. You know this guy? He's in there. He's the guy playing the, the riff. He wrote the riff. I wrote the right. riff. You know, and then I sang and did all the words. Um, he was the was guy, he the guy who there. didn't want you to sing the, uh, the, the, the uh, chorus. He didn't want you he, to no, swear. Yeah, he thought it was not me. You know, he, he, you know, it's not him either. He's the guy in. Uh, he wrote "Eye of the Tiger." I got to. I got to be honest. I yeah. was in the car from Survivor. Yeah, it's Jim Peter Rick. He wrote "Eye of the Tiger." You know the song "Vehicle" by Eyes of Mars. Yeah. I'm a friendly stranger in the black sedan. That's he lives three blocks from me. I love that song. Yeah, and that's why I live in a gated community. Yeah, he's rich. <laughs> We need him coming in. Uh, so, uh, you know, the thing is, he was against that idea. Well, you my know, kid, I played in the car a- yesterday with my seven-year-old. And I, didn't, <laughs> I was, I was, I was, uh, sit, come sail away, uh, babe. I was thinking, you know, I was thinking a bunch of other things. I put that on. I'm like, no, it's going to be great. And all of a sudden, it, uh, it came on. I was like, ah, what are you going to do? Yeah, but <laughs> what are you going to do? It's your seven-year-old's favorite song now. He doesn't care. Seven-year-old. Look at this guy. Where'd he come from? Hey, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so, like, so who, who do, you, do you dislike all? Not dislike, but I mean, are you all the talking head media guys, or is it just a, a Fox thing? Is it just a CNN thing? Like, you lean either way, or you're like, it's all bullshit? Yes. Yeah. So I look at it. Here's, I'll give you my spiel. The... News business in the United States, as a corporate entity, I don't care what side you're on or what channel you listen to or watch, and talk radio too. I mentioned them a little bit. But to me, this is essentially about punditry uh, disguised as news. I, I, I support everyone's right because this is the idea of the country, the First Amendment. You have an opinion. I'm glad to listen to it. You know, I might want to hit you with a tire iron after it, but that's okay. But don't, this is what they've done. They've disguised the news, and it's really, they're arms of political parties. Now, that's going to destroy our country, because what I believe has happened, and I think this really started way back during the Kennedy years. You guys probably weren't even alive, but when they, 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 they put on Gore Vidal and um, the other guy, was it not uh, William F. Buckley? And they let them go together. They started this thing to debate. And you got the, the polar extremes coming together because then it's theater. And they realize they put these things together. People tune in because what's going to happen is it's like the WWF. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like wrestling. And that's wrong for, our, for the fabric of our society. So what they do is it's what we call the, uh, you know, the car wreck syndrome. People slow down. They love car wrecks. You can't stop human beings. Don't legislate against human nature. You'll lose. 
But the, the news business shouldn't do that. Because when they put these opposing views together all the time, what they do is they exacerbate the truth by making us appear to be more at odds with each other than we are. And the more you see it, don't tell me it doesn't start to affect people. I got to choose the side. I'm with these idiots. I mean, with these mooks over here, I don't know who I want to be. And so you're, they're causing the polarization. Are people, are they polarized? Well, sure, people, are, you know, people are always a little different. But the con barrage of this stuff nightly, disguised as news, yeah, okay, um, supposedly without opinion, is going to destroy the United States of America. I just watched CNN today and, and Fox, they had on uh, uh, William Barr, right? And they're questioning him. I'm going, what happened to this country for God's sakes? You know, I mean, I, and it's the news business. So I was so pissed off for the last 10. I, I wrote a song. 13 years ago that was called turn off CNN and it wasn't about it wasn't about CNN it was about how much news how, how much information can we absorb from every uh, every mamaluke in the world they got a problem right I think I have I think I have jock itch we got to hear about it constantly how does that figure in with our little reptilian brains right where we're trying to figure out how to pay the rent and what are the we kids? Have, oh, what does my have, wife want? So it's too much. So I was saying turn off CNN, not because yeah. it's CNN, but cable, because we're, we're receiving far too much information. Yeah, we, used to have, we used to have local news at 5 and 11, and it was the most boring fucking thing ever, but it was news. News should be boring. Local news, what's going on around you with a little world news, maybe a little country stuff, and that's it. Now it's a 24-hour cycle. It's about ratings. It's a regular network fucking uh, propaganda, uh, uh, money-making horseshit. And you can't watch it because it, it really does. I flip-flop so much. If I watch CNN, I'm fucking mad at this. If I go over to Fox, I'm, I'm yelling about this. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. I care about my son, my wife, and, uh, and my number one best friend, Mike Calta. That's Thanks. it. That's it. And sometimes Gabby, sometimes. You Gabby. know how many people are like you in this country? I travel, you know, I'm in, I'm, I'm in cities. For, uh, uh, all you the travel? Yeah, I do okay. 70 shows I was, a year. Not right I now. Joking. I was joking. I did, was, my big, I, I, did my, I did my big travel today. You know what I did? I went next door and got groceries. That's my day. <laughs> he did. Look at him with a mask and a hat and shoot. I just got my, uh, you know, my hazmat suit back from the cleaners. I go over and I buy groceries and then we eat them. Uh, no, not now, but I, people yeah. don't hate each other the way we're being portrayed on the TV. We have differences, yes, but good grief, stop doing this to the fabric of our society. Can it get an amen? Amen. <laughs> Goddamn amen. And I said That's in right. the video, you said, this just in, nobody knows nothing. That's, right. <laughs> That's what the news people should say. Nobody knows nothing. You know why? Let me tell you right now. You know what a brajol is? Yeah, I love brajol. Okay. Are you Italian? Italian Irish, yeah. And Mike's, oh, yeah. I think, full Italian. His dad's in the mob. Go ahead. What, what kind of Italian are you, Mike? Sicilian. You know how to make a Sicilian omelet? Uh, no. I'm going to steal the eggs. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, half, I, I'm half Italian as well. Uh, unfortunately, it's my upper half. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so here, here's the thing, uh, you know, 
Well, I forget what I was talking about, but I did my jokes. I can go. Brajol, Brajol, Brajol. Oh, Brajol. Uh, yeah, you know, you're we, talking about Brajol. Yeah. Yeah, you're half Italian. So you love a good Brajol, a bit of flank steak, wrap it around. You know, we're all Brajols on this planet. Stop thinking we know something. That's what, let's start there. Some humility, yeah. right? We don't know shit. Okay, so now we're all Brajols. This meat wrapped around stuff with something held together by string. And now the yeah. COVID has said to us, <laughs> oh, you people drive me crazy. You think you know something. You know nothing, right? Yeah. They're saying yeah. right now, here's the thing about the, this whole controversy about masks. Let me say my piece. You know what I just found out? What? The COVID cootie has not had any, he's been so busy, he's had no time to read our Constitution, the Bill of Rights, or the Declaration of Independence. It doesn't even know about it. So right. how, if we're as a species, we figured out how now to politicize a possible life-saving device, I say we're screwed. COVID doesn't recognize your government, my government, your religion, doesn't, re I'm not responding to any of that. I'm just in here, just, you know, I'm doing my thing. Right. So this is my point. And uh, other than that, people have now clicked off all over the world on this podcast saying, this guy's in <laughs> no, no, I, no, not at all. Tell you, can I tell you why? And I don't mean this in an insulting way at all. But you're 71 years old. You said you're a three. guy who's lived the three. You've lived a full lifetime, and you've been through some shit. So I think people that are in their 70s and uh, older have know what it's like to be to go through several life changing events like this, and they also know what it's like to be bullshitted. Yes. And you know what's going on right now with people protesting? Let me just say this to you. The pandemic, 73 years, never saw anything like it. Nobody has, unless you, you were alive in 1918. Nobody knows what this is all about. This is, you know, when they say, oh, this is, this is the, the, the talking point for the Republicans and the Democrats in the fall. There's only one talking point. It's, 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 it's COVID. They keep everything else and stick it up your ass. <laughs> because if you don't fix that, you can't have anything. That's all there is to it. So stop pretending and stop pretending like you know something. And so every guy that comes on the TV, and now when you're cramming in 24-7 news cycles, the oh. so-called expert, you know what happened to the experts? You've got to go way down the list. Because, mm -hmm. So you got now you got this meatball, right? You got that Barbie doll. <laughs> They're coming over here and saying things like they know something. They don't know shit. They don't. The smartest yeah. guys on the planet right now don't know what to do with this COVID. So you and I, we know we're Brajols. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> Boom, there they go through the universe. And, and we're, now we're going to say, oh, well, well, here's what we'll do. Here's another thing. You got me on a rant now. My buddy like Dennis it. Miller, forget about it. I'm watching, I'm a huge baseball fan. I watched the Cubs and the White Sox. They played and then now they played. And, they, and I'm looking at it, I'm thinking to myself, well, these guys, they're not wearing masks. They're not distancing. They're dug out hugging. They're acting like nothing happened. What happened to the Marlins? Yeah. See, how stupid are people? You know what's wrong with people? They're Brajols. Yeah. They're Brajols. <laughs> We're all fucking yeah. Brajols. Fucking Brajols. We're all Brajols. Now I'm starving. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm damn hungry. No! Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, my Uncle Joe. My Uncle Joe Stengon. Uh -huh. 
Oh, so he was good. the best cook. He was the best cook in the family. His brajol, oh my god! <laughs> Every <laughs> Italian's right. Uncle Joe was the best cook. Right but you know, <laughs> my my aunt, his wife, my mom, everyone would stand around him, and watch him make the sauce, oh. and 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 then they would come in, and it never tasted as good. And you, when he he said his secret was dirty fingernails, what a character! <laughs> <laughs> I think you're absolutely right, buddy. I'm sorry, Mike. No, I think you're absolutely right. What you're saying when I watched, I heard the song, and I and I'm like, I didn't expect it to be uh, political. I didn't expect it to uh, say something like that. Uh, and then I was like, this song makes sense. It's actually, I feel like it's what everybody is thinking, or at least in my age, if you have a brain, you can see through the bullshit. If you have common sense and civility and you know how to treat people right you know right from wrong you can listen to this bullshit and go you know what i'm fucking done i'm not watching it it's horse shit they're trying to get me to hate they're trying to get me mad they're trying to get me to fucking uh say something or do something i probably don't want to do i put some I, if i don't put this up on my instagram I'm, I'm a race if i don't put this up i'm an asshole i'm this i'm that and it's like what the fuck i know who i am i know what i am inside i have the people around me or my friends, why do I need to see this shit? So the song, actually, I, I fucking loved it. I really loved it. And I, I loved what it was saying, you know? Um, well, thank I mean, you. No, you know, no. we want to do, listen, are you with me on this? Raise your hand, you're with me. I think we have to uh, form a party, find yeah. Dorsey and piss in his cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> what good is Twitter? <laughs> it's the worst. I say this every night. I say it every night. I keep looking at says Suzanne's iPad. But listen, I say this every night. I, I say this every night. Twitter fucking sucks. But for some reason, because you're in the entertainment business and you have all these people that follow you, you can't, you can't let it go. I don't know why. It does nothing for me. I very rarely tweet anymore. The only time I tweet something negative, well, if I tweet something negative, I've done this as a test. I've said, I, I wrote, I did one tweet a couple weeks ago, fuck, fuck Twitter. It got the most likes out of any tweet I've ever posted. Even when my son was born, it got more <laughs> likes. Fuck Twitter did. So it's like, we all feel this way, but we won't, we, we, we have to, it's like a fucking addiction. It's like heroin, you know? No one in the history of mankind has been able to invent anything that gets you to make a fool of yourself faster. Yes. Than Twitter. Um, you know, every thought does not need to be expressed. Yes. And the, the thing is, it used to be in the old days. You know, when I look at a lot, a lot of social media, I think, well, you know what? I grew up in the air and where I, where I lived in Chicago, there were taverns on street corners, baby. That was it. And uh, my grandpa lived downstairs. He's in the tavern. What, where's Charlie? He's in the tavern. And so I've been in, I, I delivered newspapers to one of the taverns. But my dad always said, you know, he'd been in a tavern a number of times and he never heard anything worth listening to. And the fact of the matter is social media is now a worldwide tavern. And it's worse than that because you want to fix the social media problem with me? Here's how we'll do it. Okay, say anything you want. Put your name and your address and a picture of yourself 
right next to it. You'll get civility. You'll get some crazy people that don't care. But all the people who hide behind the anonymity, look at when you were a kid, did you ever have bad thoughts about your yeah, parents? Yeah, was it? Yeah. You think, oh, I'm going to kill that son of a bitch because he won't let me. You know, everyone has crazy thoughts. You didn't say it. You didn't say it to your father because there are consequences. If you don't have a consequence. I was in juvie hall at 13, so I kind of did. But listen. Uh, <laughs> so. Look at this guy. What a life he's had. Were you, were you an orphan? No, 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 no. Uh, I had a big Irish family. I, uh, I was a fucking punk, alcoholic piece of shit. But I, I was a joke that went too far. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> and nobody, nobody saved me. Agreed. <laughs> they all just, they just nodded their heads and agreed. Son of a bitches. <laughs> too many kids in the family. Can't keep track of all of them. So it's, not, it's not necessarily the, the Twitter you hated. It's the anonymity of the of the cowards. It, it, you, it, there should be a vessel to have like to have a, an opportunity to speak to a mass amount of people if you can control yourself. And the cowards that don't want to put their name behind it shouldn't have that option. Amen, Mike. That's it. You can't you can't just walk into any room and start saying things about people because you know you get your ass kicked. Right. And, but right. if you can do it. Uh, behind the veil of you'll never be discovered, you're bound to say things that you would never say. And you know what? This is what keeps human beings from not being completely crazy because they, they know there's consequences to their actions. Yeah, and, and like I said, Dorsey, I don't care. Met, let your beard get any longer. I don't give a shit. I'm going to piss in your cornflakes because nobody needs you. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're in show business. Here's what I'm going to tell you right now. Call me the next time Twitter sends you a goddamn residual. <laughs> God, you, you're right. We made Twitter fucking popular. We're the ones, people in the industry, in the entertainment industry or whatever, we're the ones who got on there and fucking started. We made it a, a fucking a platform where you could go and hear your, the people you love talk to you, kind of almost to you. It, it's fucking. I think everybody should be verified. I think if you want to be on a platform, you should be verified. We should know. You want a little what? You get a little check mark next to your name once we know your license, where you live, how old you are, and now, now go fucking say whatever you want, Gary Sullivan from fucking Somerville, Massachusetts, because I know where you live, you cocksucker, and I'll come to your house, you fucking Brajol. Uh, classic Gary. <laughs> Gary. Mm. That's it. What? That's we're just looking for. You know what I'm looking for? I don't want no trouble. Neither do you. <laughs> I just want. I want a little civility. I want to yeah. say, okay, let's give that guy or that girl a break here and there until they earn the right to be punched in the face. That's all. <laughs> I, right. You know, because uh, go easy. We all of us are in the same boat, which is this: nobody knows nothing. We're making everything up as we go along. Um, and here's the problem with human beings. They know they're finite. You think dogs would be as happy if they knew they were going to die? No, they'd be biting their master's asses at every chance they get. No, I'm going to die. Whose idea was that? <laughs> so you know what you do? You make people laugh, right? right. I, make, I, I, I write songs and make people think and sing and hum along. 
But all of us, what we really are, we're the people that are the cheap distractors in charge of keeping people from thinking about dying. Yeah, that's what we're that's doing. the truth. This is all we're doing. We're saying, don't think about that. Look at we got a we have a nice brajol here, and a guy's going to sing a song, play the accordion. You know, I'm originally an accordion player. That's how yeah. Italian. Uh, so was I. Were you really? What? A little um papa. Yes, I was. Whoa. What? Well, oh, yeah. your mother was Italian. It was the law. Whole family was Italian, yeah. yeah, yeah. And also, my, my mother was single at the time, and I wanted to play guitar, but she uh, ended up dating the accordion guy, so I had to play the fucking accordion. Uh-huh. I could have been in your band at this point, and then I, but I, whatever. I it's a tough, playing. it's a tough instrument, and of course, it was, um, it went like a dinosaur. I, I studied it for eight years. I was very good. I'm a lousy piano player. I'm mm-hmm. not a piano player at all. I'm a fake piano player. Uh, I'm a I'm I'm an accordion player who had to transition, and you know, um, after the after the show, let's get together and do a bellow shake. Something, <laughs> yeah, something uh, Dolly Parton never did. <laughs> Is there a better feeling in the world than standing on a stage and watching people sing a song that you wrote? Uh, I like orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> I let me just tell you why. I, I'm 48 years old. And I'm pretty sure I've done almost everything that I wanted to do in life. There's two things that I know that no matter how hard I work on, it'll never happen. I'll never have that feeling. I'll never have a hundred thousand people sing a song back to me and I'll never take a curtain call at Yankee stadium. Those are two things that are beyond my grasp. I think. Well, don't forget about tying your shoes without holding your breath. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, but that's, that must be a song that you wrote in your room that you were like, ah, oh, babe, I'm leaving. You're like, I wonder if this is good. And then all of a sudden, years later, hundreds of thousands of people in a country you've never been to know the words to it. That's got to be great. Well, here, I'll tell you something. Here's a quick story about Babe. I, it was never supposed to be for sticks. It wasn't even for anybody. It was my wife's birthday. And uh, I decided she supported me my whole life. I'll write her a song about having to distance ourselves from times, not like this one, but you got to go away. You got to come back. It's hard on people. Very hard. And I, I, I'd write her this song. I sat down, I wrote that thing, ran into the studio with John and Chuck, the three originals. And we did a demo. I gave it to her. It was just for her, only for her birthday party. And um, everyone at the, at, at the party thought, Hey, that doesn't suck. So I thought, what? So I started listening to it. And, um, and the guys played for the guys. Say that's a good song. And so we we um, our, Tommy Shaw came in and played a guitar solo on it. But the song that you heard on the radio is the demo that we oh, did. Sure. And I sang all the harmony parts because I was the only guy that that could sing the day that we did the demo. And uh, so it was never intended to be a stick song, which is why there weren't any big guitars on it because I was by myself yeah. with a player and a drummer. And uh, so that's how that became a hit. It was never even supposed to be a stick song. We're lucky there's no fucking accordion on that song. Uh, listen, here's, oh, here's another sh- little bit. I walk in the studio. And the grand piano was out of tune. It's a true story. And I, <clears throat> I said, well, tell, you, tell me, you stupid. It's out of tune. What am I doing here? And he said, well, how about this? In the corner, there's a Fender Rhodes, which is the thing on the album. I'd never played a Fender Rhodes in my life. It was a guy named Bobby Whiteside. Who the fuck is that? I don't know. So he left it there, rolled it in, opened it up. You know that stuff in the beginning? All that diddling around. They were just rolling tape because it didn't matter. And so I played it on the Fender Rose because the grand piano was out of tune. 
Wow. See, wow. that's a great that's a great story, man. I mean, this is the way that you know, sometimes I, I wrote a song called Nothing Ever Goes As Planned, which is the way I've lived my life. Make what? all the you want, you brajoles. <laughs> the universe have its say. You know, because if I'd have sat down to write, babe, it would have probably been awful. You know? But uh, I thought yeah. just for her and me, boom, all all, all done. It's kind of like the it's kind of like your I mean, your YouTube page, you sang the one song, you sang Best of Times, just just as a, I'm just going to sing this for you guys, here you go, and it blew up. Blew I, up. I trended. Last time I trended was 81, I had a mustache. I didn't even invent that. <laughs> I missed the mustache, by the way. I'm just FYI. <laughs> I love the mustache. You know, that, I, was, my, uh, that was my yeah, high school graduation song. Yeah. Long hair down to here. Um, uh, Best of times. Best of times. Yeah. 1989. I had people call uh, on my Facebook say, Dennis, you know, this is right in, the, right in the teeth of the pandemic, right? It hit, right? Everyone had to go inside their house. And they said, please, we need your, we need your music now more than ever. And I thought, you know, I'll take a vaccine. But they really heartfelt stuff. I said, okay. And then somebody said, do you realize when people lock their door, lock their doors and hide inside and rumor has it? And I went, oh, yeah. Huh. So I sat down, put the iPad up on my piano. Piano's out of tune. I said, uh, who cares? I played it. I did it. I sent it to my manager. I said, what do you think? You think I should? He said, I don't see the need. So I played it for my kids because they hate everything I do. Uh, and they said, you should, you should really, we should put that up. So here's the best. Now, wait a second. I'm going to show you nothing ever goes as planned. You see what we're doing here? Yeah. We're connecting the dots. I called this guy that more, he did the, with all due respect video with me, my buddy Bizarro. <laughs> I said, I want to, I want to post this video. How do you do that on YouTube? How do you do that on YouTube? And he says, okay. Uh, I'll post it for you. I says, he says, but you should really, uh, let me give you your own YouTube channel. Well, I'll make a thing for you. And I said, what, hey, what? Uh, don't be ridiculous. Nobody's going to pay attention to this. So he said, are you sure? I said, yeah. So now he, his YouTube channel has a million, 140,000 hits, not mine. So uh, <laughs> uh, that's it. I don't know. It's, I, I, this is, I'm King Brajol. I got no clue. You need grandkids. You have grandkids? I don't have any. My son gotta, couldn't have them. And my daughter, you know, she just she just didn't want them. You know, and you need, uh, find, so you need to go find some twenty year old in your neighborhood and let him do shit for you. That's what needs. You you, you I, and the I old do. kids are missing out. I know. My, my my daughter's down in she's down in Florida and my son lives twenty five minutes from him. I've only seen him four times in the last six months. He comes by. I mean, we put the, the baby up to the window. He waves at the baby, and off he goes. Uh, sometimes he comes over. He says, Dad, can I come over? I said, you want to be responsible for killing your mother? I don't think you want that. <laughs> Jesus, you are he Italian. Said, he said, how am I doing in the will? I said, wrong. Yeah. Where's your, where's your uh, daughter in Florida? What part? Uh, she's uh, in, in, the, in the, without pinpointing it, yeah. she's on the southeast side where all you New Yorkers are. I'm in Tampa. So, and I do, okay. I just want to make sure I don't. The website 
Eastside is nuts. You know that. Mike, Mike is one. Mike is the number one morning radio guy in uh, Tampa. He is. He is the guy. Mike. Tampa. And I noticed hey. all your video. Your video has a bunch of radio guys in it. Yeah, I mean, right? I, these people. I just caught. Look at. I had so many friends that wanted be famous friends that wanted to be in it, but they were afraid <laughs> that they would. You know. Either they have a, a right to be afraid because if, if you're saying bad things about people on TV, they might have a long memory. No. So they, they, they opted out. But the ones that are on there are brave son of a bitch. You got Scott Shannon, you know, Scott. And friends of mine from Chicago, Ro Khan, Steve Cochran, who was in it? Everybody. People from Canada. People that I, I, I really like. And, oh, the guy, what, what's his name from Philly? Um, yeah. Uh, John, 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 uh, the Bella, the Bella, yeah. yes. I, he's yeah. my favorite. I love that guy. He's a great guy. I, yeah, I've known him for years. I call him Geppetto. <laughs> <laughs> he looks angry. I love it. That's, got, Tony, that's Tony LaRusso there um, with the shades at the bottom. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he, he and I are like, we're best buddies. We're real He's a Tampa friends. guy. Not sure, sure, but there's Chris Taylor we're over on the left. He's a program director I've known for years. And, oh, Jeff Lynn. Oh, a lot of people are in radio. And my daughter is up in the right-hand corner with the You Make Me Sick. <laughs> <laughs> Next and video, cool. you, yeah. you, you got to have uh, Mike, Mike, Mike Calta. Right here, Mike Calta. He's, he's like the biggest radio guy in Florida. Oh. Mike, I didn't know that. Otherwise, I'd have been even, I, you know, I'd have kissed your ass a little more. I know. I would have <laughs> taken it. You know, done, you know why radio, radio guys but, like you? You know why? Because you are a good radio. I've had you on my radio show before. Most radio people that you talk to don't give a shit about anything but plug in their album. But you brought the you brought the keyboard. You would play and sing songs. You were a good you're a good radio guest. What what station are you? So I'm I'm a talk radio station now. But uh, I was back in the day. I was on a I was on a country station that played southern rock music, uh. and it was a bullshit station. But I was just a morning show. I only played like two songs an hour. But we were leaving on our very first show cruise the morning that we had you on, and you sang "Come Sail Away" with the entire group that was going on the cruise. That was that was a good time. It was that was not, it had to be nine uh, two thousand four? Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, this is show business. I you know this whole posing, voguing rock star. You know when people are cool, yeah, it's fake. The only nah. people that are really cool that I knew in high school are now dead or in jail. The rest <laughs> of them are pretending. I got, a, I got another fun fact for you, Dennis. You see that beautiful girl there, uh, right there, Gabby. Hi. Her father. Uh, is the keyboard player of Bon Jovi? Oh, David! Right? And I'm, yeah, and he. Yeah. I'm, I can't believe you guys don't know each other. You guys are keyboard rock stars. How many of you are there in the business that are fucking iconic, like you two, right? And you don't know each other. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. Um, he actually he wrote a Broadway score for. Uh, he want to hear better? This is you don't know this story. Okay, listen okay. to this. New. He New did wrote the score for Memphis. Yeah, he wrote Memphis. Okay, I want to look at you. I'll tell you what I'm saying. 
years earlier. Because, you know, I, I'm in Broadway. I've written two scores for musicals. And um, Joe DiPietro, uh-huh. he sent me, through my buddy, the original story from Memphis and said, wanted me to do the music years ago, way before Thank your dad. Thank God you didn't do it. Your father was second choice. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't saying it for that reason. It's just that I read, I read the story and I thought, uh, and, you're, and you're, yeah, it's a keyboard player. I thought you really should have a guy, a guitar player, write this music. Because keyboard players generally, you know, they play keyboards and they're melody driven. And although Broadway is melody, I thought when I saw, read the book, I thought, well, this is like, you know, Memphis, right? 1955. And I didn't think I was qualified to, uh, I didn't think I could do a great job, but you're, you know, your dad did a great job. So good for him. So we got that in common. And I think, oh, honey. Yeah. And one time we both held hands with Richie Sambora, but that's another story. Sure. Sure. <laughs> My dream. <laughs> <laughs> I met Richie. We, I did a, uh, I had a cameo in a movie called The Perfect Man. Uh, Hillary Duff was her movie, and uh, oh my God, shoot me! Uh, what you call his uh, Richie's wife? Heather Locklear. Heather, uh, Heather Heather Locklear. So I'm in that movie with him, and uh, I met. We we, we hung out uh, a whole day there uh, on the set with, with Richie, a lovely guy, lovely guy. Oh, he's incredible. He's yeah, the sweetest. In fact, I know the guy who signed him. There was that record deal, um, Joe Thomas. He signed your dad to a record deal about 10 years ago. No way. My dad also plays accordion. See? All the cool kids do. What yeah. the oh, fuck? We have all these vintage accordions in our basement. Why? What, what is this accordion I don't know. thing? It was, a, it was a thing. We it was a Northeast thing, man. Yeah. And we're Playing not Italian. Accordion? We're Jews. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the Jews they, 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 they like accordions. Klezmer yeah. bands have, they have accordions. Yeah. Yeah. Jews and so, Italians are the same thing. Yeah, especially from that area. You just sure. have better food. Oh, do we ever? The Italians, not the Jews. What? Come on. <laughs> what is that? What happened to it? No. <laughs> My son loves matzo ball. I look, that looks like a mistake. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> One of the fans wants to know, uh, how do you feel about Cartman from South Park singing Come Sail Away? I got stories, CJ. guy. You call the right guy if you want stories. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to let you down. All right, let's go. Let's hear it. I get a call from the end of Sticks when, when, the, when our separate in 84 until 1995, I think it was. I never got one call from anybody to use any of my songs in any way, shape, or form in a commercial, TV, film, nothing. Nobody said nothing. No Nothing. cruise line ever asked for Come Sail Away? What's wrong with these people? No wonder they get salmonella and coronaviruses. <laughs> you stupid asses. Anyway. Rajols. Rajols. You. Anyway, um, so I get a call and the guy goes, uh, they, the, these guys want to use Come Sail Away on a show they have called South Park. I went, what's that? What's South Park? Um, and he said, well, it's, it's like the hippest you know, show. And so it's on a comedy channel. I said, that's a channel. No, I knew. So I, um, I looked and I looked at it. Not anymore. Mm -hmm. 
It isn't? <laughs> it's gone. No. So anyway, um, I said, well, and then I saw the Barbara Streisand thing. You know, where they took yeah. the So I, I said, I got to talk to him. <laughs> and so, believe it or not, um, Stone, Matt. Park, and Matt, 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 Matt Stone. Mm -hmm. Okay. Matt calls me up. And I said, hey, man, uh, I think you guys are really, you're, you're, you're really smart cats. You know, it, it's wicked good, this humor of yours. Uh, I said, but, you know, I, I don't want to be made fun of. He said, oh, no, 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 no. He said, um, uh, when I was in eighth grade, junior high or freshman, he had a radio show called the Paradise Theater. He's a fan. And he says, no, we're not doing that. And I said, okay, have fun. I, that's it. I don't think nothing of it. Okay. That one thing I did, guys and gals, opened the floodgates. I have not stopped getting requests for songs I've written since that day. It is my, my kids' trust fund. Uh, my music has been in over 30 movies, I, countless TV shows, because I went and said yes to Cartman. Yo, guys! And, <laughs> and, and because of that, remember now, they were the hippest of the hip. Right. And everybody tuned in to see that episode. Because Cartman's father was going to be revealed. It, it was huge, a huge show. I mean, you know, everyone was yeah. there. Suddenly, all the smarty pants. See, it gave, it gave permission. Right. To all the hipsters to say, well, maybe Sticks was hip. And then, boom, smartest thing I ever did. I loved that big boned kid. Mm. Uh, uh, listen, it, it, it was great. And because of that, Adam Sandler came on board, and, you know, everybody just jumped right. in. Crumbum wants to know, how did you come up with the name Sticks? Ooh, can, I, can I tell yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, yes. As, as I was raised a Catholic uh, kid, I went to Catholic school, and at one point they brought us into the church because they had a speaker coming, and the speaker had to tell me why I had to throw away all my albums and all my CDs because the Beatles did backward masking because they were talking to the devil. And all the other bands I love were all devil worshipers, including the band Sticks, that named their song after the river that takes you to hell. That's what they told us when we were like in fourth grade. They told us Sticks worship the devil, and they named their song after the river, and that if we listened to it, we were going to be on that river to hell. Now, I don't know what the real story is, but that's what they told us since I was 10 years old. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. It's all true. It's all, it's all true. true. It's all true. <laughs> we were devil. Right, right. You, you see? Yeah, hell looks like hell to me. There's here. This is my <laughs> wife. Wait a minute, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Just in case. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Defend the but defender. Child with a rosary. Here's mm -hmm. the thing: backward, backward masking, right? We work so hard to get the things to sound right going forward. <laughs> <laughs> We had no time for that. Right. But um, no, Sticks was the name nobody hated. You know, at five, we had uh, the name of the band was TW4 when we got signed, and we had to change our name because it was originally called TW4. We got a fifth member, but we had all these business cards. We didn't want to reprint them, so we kept them. 
<laughs> Styx was the name nobody hated. And remember now, it's not just the river. Here's it is the river that connects. Ah, uh, okay. To Elysian fields, you go down these, you know, these circles of hell, and then when you're done, you come out. It's like it's the river that connects heaven and hell in Greek mythology. It's not just hell. And um, so, you know, I, I think, you know, what they say, a rose by any any other name still smells like a funeral. <laughs> what's your uh who's your favorite comedian jerry lewis i wanted to be jerry lewis really when i was before i wanted to be a musician i wanted to be jerry yeah what do you what do you think i wrote this song lady pretty lady <laughs> you know what's so funny and gabby's dad is the same way which i i don't really meet rock stars like mike meets rock stars all the time for his whole career that's his job he has rock stars on I'm a comic. We kind of self-contained in our own little world. So when I met like Gabby's dad and you, rock stars tend to have comic timing. Like yeah. some of them are funny. Like I would see Gabby's dad in interviews. I'd be like, that guy's funny. Because he, you know, John would be flicking his hair and fucking being cool. And this, uh, you know, Richie would be having a good. And, her, you know, David would always be fucking cracking jokes, trying to get something going. And then when I met him, he was fucking hilarious. And you have the same thing. You have the same fucking always busting balls, fucking around. You'll get serious, and right at the end, you'll throw a zing in to lighten things up. I, I find that interesting. That yeah, I think, you know, here's the thing. Especially when, you know, Bon Jovi, they're more 80s. Um, and in the 70s, like I said, it was an illusion. You had to be cool. It can't be funny. Uh, to this day, <clears throat> there are people who are Sticks fans. Um, they're not crazy about me being funny. Most of my fans get it. They're in on the joke because they're adults now. Um, so, uh, but you can't be cool. Is not nobody that's funny is cool. They're funny. It's different. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> yeah, you know that. He knows that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck both of you. <laughs> Colin no, Quinn said, cool is the enemy of funny. Yeah, of course it is. It's so pretentious. Yes. <laughs> it is. I did. So um, I wanted to be Jerry Lewis. I'm not kidding you. Um, I, I, I idolized him. And, uh, and, and, and at about, about the same time, it was Curly. Right. From Three Stooges. Uh, and, and so I always had that in me. But, you know, you suppress it. But in the last 21 years, I'm not in sticks. I can be who I can be myself. I don't. I, if I want to be funny, I will. I can be serious. You've heard me, but yes. um, but but the funny stuff. I I really think it's just simply, uh, and and your dad will tell you this. It's just a, a desperate need for attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How old are you? How old are you? I'm 26. Oh, God bless. How old's your dad? 58. Okay. But well, tell him Kid. I said. And, uh, you know, this is good. I, I'm glad he did the Memphis thing. It worked out nice for him, didn't it? Did he get a, did he get a, a, a Tony for that? Yeah, they won Best Musical for that. Uh, Look at it now. Tell John to take a hike. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Dennis. I don't, need, I don't need you. I know, I know Harvey Fires thing. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, before you go, we have a question we want to ask you. 
we ask every guest, no matter. Well, can I can I ask him a serious question first? Sure, go ahead. Because we've been on we've been on the phone for about an hour, and you seem entertaining, lovable, super talented. Thank who's, you. Who's the asshole <laughs> that 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 w- won't do a sticks tour? That's holding that up. Like, you know, when you talk to somebody and you realize after a couple of minutes, you're like, well, this guy's a dick. The one that I don't want to be around. Clearly, that's not you. So who's the one holding that up? Honey, will you call my lawyers? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. the, the money, there's got to be mountains of money there. Oh, dear God. Who doesn't know? Uh-huh. Every two guys, Tommy Shaw, James no, Young. Right. And- but I mean, like, what, what is that? What is it that you that it, look every band? has said, hey, we'd fucking rather, we hate this guy. Van Halen did it. Van Halen still hates David Lee Roth, and they were like, fuck it, let's just do it. There's God, I mean, how deep can that run? They don't hate me. They so don't hate they, yeah. And back in, in when I, I got very sick in 1998, very sick, uh, I, here's, here's perfect. I got a flu virus when I went to my sister-in-law's um, funeral in, in California. My wife, both of us, got very sick. And I had really worked myself to the bone in 1997. I just did too much. Uh, and I got so sick, I couldn't get better. I never had anything like in my life. The upshot is I got a very serious virus. And I got what they call now, what you see with the, with the COVID, it's called post-viral symptoms, which means when it goes away, something stays. Yeah. For me, light sensitivity. I had the fever was so high. That my light, my eyes were permanently affected, but I didn't know what it was for almost a year and a half. I just couldn't get out of bed. I thought I had, you know, the the classic, uh, what do they call that thing where you can't um, chronic fatigue? I didn't have it. I that's why I have my I have sunglasses on constantly now. Uh, but the, Tommy and JY, there's three of us left in 1999. We're making an album together. I, they know I'm sick. I'm trying to get better. Um, and they came to me and said, we want to book a tour. And I said, give me six more months. I just figured out in the last month that it's, it's light. I'll get my strength back. And I think they really believed, the two of them, I was never going to be, uh, uh, be able to go on the road anymore. And, and I think I, I lost my usefulness to them in their own minds. And it was an opportunity to take control of the band and do whatever they wanted with it. Whenever they wanted to do it, they had, didn't have to ever ask my permission on anything. And um, that's what happened. And then they replaced me. Um, and uh, they took the name and they just ran off for a year and a half and used it. Never paid me a dime. <clears throat> and uh, then they did it behind the music. I got a call two weeks before they're going to do the behind the music. And the guy says, do you want to be involved in it? The guy that was doing it, the director. I said, like like, why are we doing one now? We're like not, not, we're not liking each other. Mm. He says, uh, no, well, you want it? So they interviewed me. And so I watched it. I'll never forget. I, I'm watching it. What was on with my wife. I cried my eyes out because it wasn't enough that they just wanted to take the name. They, they started a campaign to discredit me as a human being and as a creative person in the band because they knew the sticks base, the fan base would need a good explanation as to why I'm no longer there. And so they made the decision to say, we had to get rid of him. He's a poo face. And then they went back and relitigated an album from 1983. Kilroy was here. And the song Mr. Robotta was, see, 
we never wanted to do that kind of music, and that's why we can't have them in the band now. <laughs> Even though in 96 and 97, we had these huge comeback tours. Right. But they sold that bill of goods now for, for 20-odd years, and they sold it at the top of their lungs, and they split our fan base really badly, and people yell at they, they like It's like the Republicans and the Democrats, they scream at each other, right past each other. And uh, it's the saddest thing that ever happened to me because that was the most sacred thing was that fan base that loved the band, gave us guys four triple platinum albums consecutively. Wow. Before that, we had a double platinum, a platinum, and then we had a double platinum at the end of that run. That's a fan base. And, and it's been splintered. But now, you know, for 20 years, they said Roboto was the devil. And the last three years, they've been playing it live as the first encore. And it's foolishness because you guys, you're not going, ooh, I wonder who wrote that lyric. I wonder who played that part. You like the band. The music hits you. You liked it or you didn't. That's all people need to know. They don't have to watch the sausage be made. And the sausage story that they have told about me, as you know, you, you haven't spent a lot of time with me. But could I possibly? I, I was never that guy. I was the leader. Okay. And I'm not ashamed to say it, but none of that music could ever have been made without the talents of all of us in the same room together. We created something, and that's my humble opinion, very special for millions of people. And um, it's a shame uh, that we can't do one more tour. I said that I've been saying it publicly. I don't want to be back in the band. It's yours, baby. Let's do one more for the fans. They can all get together one last one last time. Have a pizza and sing Kumbaya, because that work comes yeah. so quick. And yeah. uh, and they were just opposed. Maybe they'll change their minds. I pray that they'll do that. I can't wait till I can get one of them and ask them a serious. Uh, because that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, I fuck. How many bands are like, well, we fucking hate this guy, or he hates us. He talked shit about us twenty years, but. We're sitting on a pile of money, and we've had three triple platinum albums. There's, you know, a billion fans out there that would love to fucking see that. Like, we owe it to the fans. Like, I, like I would think Gene Simmons is a dick because he wouldn't allow the original Kiss to play at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Everything in Kiss, like Kiss Army, Kiss this, Kiss that. Kiss has raped their army for years by putting their names and logos on every piece of shit thing and selling it to their own fans. And the one thing they could have gave them back on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame night was the original Kiss line up to do one song but gene simmons is such an asshole that he wouldn't let that happen like it's not about the fans it's about asshole rock stars yeah well you know i listen i i have to be careful here because i, I i'm wearing a, a, a kiss thong <laughs> <laughs> that gene probably made you pay for mm. no he can't that stuff for free what a fucking line you had me, Mike. That speech was good. God damn it. I was right in. <laughs> and he fucked Dennis slipped a nice zinger right at the end. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. You know, you know, you guys, you have a team here. You don't agree on everything. You never will. Um, all boats rise with the tide. And always keep your eye on the greater good. Yeah. Because what people liked about the band wasn't me or Tommy or JY or John and Chuck. It was the band. It was the band. Uh, and, and, and you can never lose sight of that. 
Right, Never. That's the thing. You and you know that, and that's the key is knowing it. By the way, nobody told JY that those are just two fucking letters that don't go together. JC, JT, JY. It's so it's so difficult to say. Uh, yeah. All the all the people in his family hit uh, went by initials. Yeah, it's mm. R Y. His brother, you know, I, I, all of them. His sisters, they all went by. I don't know why. <clears throat> um, his middle name is Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> JV. JV would have been way better. JV's awesome. I love JV. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so now, so now, when people want to hear the new song uh, and want to see you, they can't go to your YouTube channel. They got to go to Bizarro's YouTube channel. No, no, no. Well, he, no. I, he has his own YouTube channel. Uh, that is, <laughs> but he does have that one song, "Best of Times," which is so relevant right now. I mean, the words. If you listen to the words, you're like, oh, my God, he wrote this last week, okay, for, for what's going on now. He did. He walks up to his piano his, the, 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 in, the, in the camera. He just sits down, and he fucking wails out this song, and it's perfect. And the lyrics are amazing, but it's not on his. But all his other songs are on uh, his own YouTube page. Mike, you got his YouTube page? Can you bring that up? Yeah, he wrote it up. It doesn't matter because you just go to YouTube. And you can look, it's all sitting there. My album's on Frontiers Records. It's yep. a pretty good record, if I say so myself. And uh, it's called 26 East. And all this stuff is sitting there for free on YouTube. You can just put my name in there and you can, you can, you can listen for free because uh, apparently um, uh, music should be free. How, do you, uh, how, do you, <laughs> how does it come about that you and Julian Lennon become partners? Okay. So this is my last album and the title is Where It All Began. 2060s, the house. It's full circle. I'm not going to make any more. I have a volume two. That's another story. <clears throat> but I'll tell it to you in a second. I'm going to do a Beatles song. If I don't see Jules's dad's band in 1964 on February 9th, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. Um, changed my life like so many. It's like countless musicians uh, that witnessed that, <clears throat> and. That's when we started playing rock and roll because after the, the prior two years we were playing, I played accordion. It was a wedding band. We played weddings. We had to make our parents happy because, you know, that's why you and I are in show business. We're just trying to make our parents happy for Christ's sake. We're still trying to get their love. What's wrong with those parents? With Obvious. So anyway, um, I saw the Beatles. I said, I'm going to do a tribute to the Beatles on this last record. <clears throat> and I wrote a song and I thought, I wonder if, Julian Lennon would sing this with me. Getting ready, I wrote, wrote, up, wrote out this email, getting ready to press, and then I listened to the song. I said, no, it's a pure Beatle ripoff. It's my story. I don't think it's good for him. So I went to the piano I wrote to the good old days with just him and I and mine. I said, what would those voices sound like together? I wrote it. I demoed it. Just um, piano, vocal. I sent it to his business manager. I don't know him. I never met him. I just sent it cold, figuring, yeah, you know, in a pig's eye. And and then like two three weeks later, uh, he he uh, he said I, I'd be honored to do it. I went, oh man, the universe sometimes is not is not completely shit. So um, <laughs> you know, I went to New York and we, we he did the vocal and I finished finished the song and I got to tell you, it means so much to me personally. I don't even care if people like it. Oh, I do care. But <laughs> it's just, 
You know, can you imagine this? <clears throat> You're watching his dad's bend. And then 600 years later, you're standing next to, you know, and Jules sounds like his dad. And uh, we, we were standing in the studio singing, first time, not on mic, just in the control room. And uh, we start singing together in harmony. I'm going, yeah, that's, I'm, th I'm sad there. I, I was cool. I was fake cool. I'm like, yeah, I think this is going to work. And Sam's so going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was like out of my mind thinking, how good is this? And how did this just happen to me? And uh, that happened. So kids, all you people out there trying to wonder, wonder what's coming next, nobody knows. But if you yeah. hang in there, there's a chance something good could happen. Very awesome. That's great. That's great. Love it. I've talked too much. No, you don't. You're a fucking big Brajol. I love it. I love it. You're Why don't we do hilarious. a show, the three Brajols? <laughs> the three Brajols and the nice looking one. Yeah, well, nice I don't like to be called nice looking, but <laughs> not you. It's not talking it's to you. you. It's across the bear. <laughs> um, should we ask him the question, or maybe no. should, maybe we shouldn't? Oh, Go should. ahead, I'll ask. ask I'll answer oh. any question. All right. Well, now it's too late. Now you brought it up. Uh, it's too late, uh, Dennis. If you had to, if there was a gun to your head, you had no choice. No choice. You had to do it. Me or Mike Calta, which one would you have sex with? <laughs> this is, this mm. works so much better when the guest is a woman, but. Okay, let me think about it. <clears throat> could, you, uh, could you send me a, a picture of your penises? <laughs> well, I showed you right now. You really want to see it. Well, his yeah. is like a Brajol, so if you. Oh, is that right? Well, I want the yeah. small one. Mine's like, a <laughs> Mine's like a stuffed mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> What's it stuffed with? Uh, breadcrumbs. Other dicks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. What the fuck? Uh, I, uh, hey, listen. I, I, the, the 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 question is 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 relevant today because yes. we're all fluid. Um, yes. I have a lot of fluid. I I'm swollen because yeah. I have sodium. But um, yeah, you know, my son, he's part of the LGBTQ community, and I love him. Okay. And uh, you know, what are you going to do? This is it. This well, I'm wonderful. married. Mike's married. We both have a wife and kid. We just want to know. It's we a self-esteem thing for us. It's, self -esteem. It's, not, it's not a gay thing. It's a yeah, self-esteem no, thing no, for let's us. Be truthful. Be truthful. Um, I, I'm a boob guy. <laughs> they both have boobs. How dare you? You don't That's know what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's quite sad. I have, I have a B cup. <laughs> <laughs> have you got the man's ear? <laughs> Look at Bobby. Bobby looks like little Cartman came to life. <laughs> How tall are you? Bro? Five eight and a quarter. And what do you? You're like uh, you look like you could have played guard. Two? Well, no, I I could have ate a guard. Uh, two <laughs> two ninety two nine. What am I? Two ninety five now? I would say two ninety eight. I'm two nine. All right. You know what, Fatso? You're Fatso. All right, with this fat on fat crime. I'm getting sick of it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I think he's hedging towards me, Mike. I think you. I think, you I think. <laughs> I, think I like the no facial hair. Yep. No. And I like the shirt. Thank you. All so right. So it's, it's me. Bobby. It's me. Put one in okay. your corner, Mike. All right. As long as I, I can say this with all honesty, because 
I'm not coming anywhere near you guys with the, with the sequestering. You, Bobby, are the winner. Woo! Yes! Somebody, yes! Somebody give him a parting gift. Yes, Matt, you can come in now. Your dad won. <laughs> <laughs> where, do you, where do you live, Dennis? Are you in Chicago now? My aunt's attic. <laughs> I'm in, uh, I live in Chicago. Chicago, About okay. City. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm outside, but, uh, you know, I can, I can get down there in 25 minutes if I need to, but <laughs> what am I doing down there? Right. I'm just saying, when this passes over, we're going to come in. I'm going to get a look at those gold records. Get a tour well, of the house. In. You come in. Uh, you can come over to the house. We'll get good pizza, not that shit you eat in New York. <laughs> are you, I mean, are the you right? where you put the sauce on top? That's confusing. On top of what? On top of a, of a pie with oh, cheese no, on no. it. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a second. That's not, that's not Chicago pizza. That's invented. You're talking about that Lou Malnati's oh. bullshit? That's a lot of pie. That's, that's right. Here's what it is. It's wafer thin crust. Yes. Crunchy, crispy, fennel sausage, not too much cheese, and a nice sauce. Yeah. And you put it in the oven and you overcook it a little bit so all the dusty crumbs on the bottom get a little burnt. Yes. It's like this. It's like yes. a it's like a host on Sunday for the Catholic. That's because <laughs> And then this guy, Ike Sewell, he, he shows up like in the late 50s and he opens this place where, you know, you get a pizza, you got to hire two men and a Boy Scout to lift it. <laughs> That's not wow. Chicago. You know, it's not Chicago pizza. Ch Chicago yeah. pizza. And you know what? You cut it in squares. That's when yeah. you know it's Chicago pizza. All right. I'll be willing to try that. It's better than your hot dogs. You put too many vegetables on your hot dogs. But I mean... Uh, you know, you just need, you just really need relish and mustard. That's well, it. Uh, maybe, a tomato. maybe a tomato. That's Max, that's pork. Dennis, right there. There's Mike, but there's Gabby, there's Dennis. Now, he's a singer. He's a singer. You play guitar. Yeah. They play the drums. He's a singer. You had your hand off of me because <laughs> Come on, back <laughs> He said he looked very old. <laughs> guys, we're going to be doing a live cheese show. All right, get up. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, say He's goodbye. He's talking about stuff. Wow. Say goodbye. Like, I'll tell you, the, the apple didn't fall far from the tree. Really? All right, go, goodbye. Say goodbye. 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 Say goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. I'm going to go on my cheese show. Say goodbye. Get out of here. Say, say goodbye to Father Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been awesome talking to you. We appreciate this is, it. Yeah, this has been great. Really. I mean, I, you know, you never, I'm like, I, I love you. I love your music my whole life. Um, and, you know, your songs. And I saw you resurface up on, on YouTube with your song, uh, Best of Times. I was like, that's fucking great. And, and to, to know that you're just a regular Brujol, you're a great guy and funny and down to earth. And you're, you're thinking like the most, most of us are thinking it's, it's pretty great. So. It's been a pleasure to be with you guys. I'm sorry I was a little late. And, and really, when it comes right down to it, we are Americans. E pluribus unum. The idea from these flawed men who came up with this ideal, uh, an ideal that has never, ever been true. This is not the promised land, okay? It's only the promise of this land. And it's up to people to say, well, we got to figure out a way, you know, to get along and make the thing go forward. And yes, 
we have never lived up to our promise. And we're, we're facing that right now. But we don't need these people in the news media for cash making us any more divided. Well said. Sure. God bless America. And God bless Dennis DeYoung. There we go. Thank you, guys. All right, buddy. Thank we'll you. see you later, man. Take care. Bye. What a great guy. Whoa, he was awesome. I wish he oh. lived. You know, I'd go eat pizza at his house every night. <laughs> I, like, Dennis, tell like us a, a story about when you met this guy and we'd just eat pizza and hang out and listen to him. He's so cool. He is very cool. He had jokes, too. That, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. He's a good, that's why he's a good radio guest, too. He just talks. He takes takes over and goes. He's got his corny jokes, and they play in. Keep my seventy seventy three years old. That's a fucking lifetime, man. Seventy three, and he's um. I mean, Jesus Christ, Mike, you look fucking. I mean, just shatteringly scary. Me? I, <laughs> if I don't wear a hat, I look like I'm gonna kill people. I'm glad that logo looks like egg. a. Uh, my logo behind you looks like a fucking like some type of uh. KKK anti-Semitic fucking logo behind you. <laughs> Anyways, I uh, uh, yeah, he was great, man. Fucking great. I mean, when he fucking said he's wearing kiss panties, it killed me. What a fucking kiss line. Was good. Dude, great, great guy. Funny, but you're absolutely right, Mike. I would hang out with him in two seconds. Yeah, he's like the cool fucking old guy on your block that. You know, he's got a thousand stories. I don't care that he was a rock star. You just want to hear him tell stories. Yeah. It is a shame, though. You, I would love it if you got one of those other guys and found out what, what the fuck happened. Do you, Gabby, do you know any of the guys from Skid Row? I don't know them personally, but my parents do really well. Yeah, yeah. So, so I knew Scotty Hill pretty good. He's, one, he's the guitar player. And him and, and Rachel Bolin, the bass player, and I used to have them on the show all the time. And I will tell you that Sebastian Bach is the most hated guy in the history of music. And I can prove it to you because Skid Row has no fucking money. I've been to Scotty Hill's house. They have no money. And they would rather be fucking poor than reunite with Sebastian Bach and go out on tour because that would fucking crush it. They could go out with Guns N' Roses. They can go out with anybody they want to do and make millions of dollars, but they'd rather be fucking poor and play to small clubs than go out with that asshole again. And that's why I thought Dennis DeYoung was going to be an asshole because those guys would make way more money going out with Dennis DeYoung and sticks than this, than this no name fucking sticks that they have. But no, complete opposite. I, you know, I, I'm not really, I'm not good with famous people. You know, I'm really not. I, I just, I don't know. And I always say something stupid or blah, blah, blah. But he was so fucking chill. That was like talking to, he was like talking to a comedian. Just yeah. fucking, you know, had some stuff to say, lightened it up. Um, I don't, I can't see why they would not want to fucking do that. And they replaced him with a guy that looks just like him. Yeah. That, and you, but the guy, guy? Doesn't, have, he doesn't have the talent. He doesn't have the singing talent that Dennis DeYoung has, and, he, and you're never going to have original sticks. Boston tried to do that with different singers, too, and they never had Boston again. Yeah, You can call your band whatever the fuck you want, but if you don't have anybody from Leonard Skinner in it, it's not Leonard Skinner. Right. right. So Weird. tell John Bon Jovi, I said, until Richie Sambora is back in that fucking band, this guy is out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> is there a new album? Don't they have a new album out? Lawrence Gowan. Can yeah. you bring him up? Yeah. Bring up what it looks like. Yeah, they replaced I think him with Joby this guy. Scrapped an album. 
How do you not know that fucking Bon Jovi just dropped an album? I don't know. You're the worst daughter ever. No, we actually really, you really are. talk about other things than work. We talk about you, life. We talk you about no. That is a major part of your father's life, and will probably what's going to buy your next apartment. No, we talk about the musical, baby. That's what we focus on. All right, I got you. I got you. There's that definitely a new, more points on the musical. Than- more points on the musical. I get you. More points to that. There's definitely a new song out for sure. I don't know if they dropped a whole album. Yeah, they did. I'm on. I'm yeah. on it. I'll handle all the Bon Jovi news. Yeah, you could just do it. Do it. All right, Mo. She can take that off. Um. Yeah, you're. you're I mean, that's 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 just terrible that you don't know your father dropped an album. Yeah, but I know. I so mean, many how albums. privileged right. are you? Name the first five albums in order, we Gabby. <laughs> look, that is New Jersey. Look at no, look at first five really albums. The first five Bon Jovi albums in order. Name them. Bon Jovi. New Jersey. No. Slippery One Wet. No. Oh, God. Uh, oh my you're, God. You're a fucking failure. What do, you, what do you want from me? I want you to learn. I'm not a fucking. Father is heritage. means to know, rock and roll music. Your father's in the rock more, and roll hall of fame. I know more than you'll ever know. You can learn all the things you could find on Google and Wikipedia, honey. But I have the real juice. Let me okay? tell you something. What do you, what, what do you have? I smoked pot with him. Did you? What? I smoked pot with your father. Did you? Yes. Yeah, yeah last weekend she did. 13. What are you nuts? <laughs> are you stupid? She was smoking pot with him. She probably did fucking ecstasy with her father. How do you? <laughs> Oh, ah, there you go. Get him to pay for your fucking internet so you don't freeze yeah, up him, like that. Yeah, get him to upgrade your fucking internet over in Brooklyn. Is it freezing? Fucking no, hell. terrible. Good now, why are you getting mad, privileged? <laughs> uh, hey, yeah, yeah, but you don't like the word privilege, do you? It's because <laughs> you're using it as an attack. <laughs> <laughs> Why, it wouldn't be funny if it was if I, what's the fu- the that's the only funny way to use the word privilege just call me a bitch like no, you're not a, you're not a bitch you're not a bitch you're not privileged yeah i'm gonna give you bon jovi quizzes every time you're on the show and i need you I, to answer i actually did lenny marcus's podcast and he did a whole bon jovi quiz and i fucking failed so hard what the fuck you why like here's the thing we don't talk about that all the time. We're not sitting around talking about Bon Jovi. We're talking about funny drug stories. We're talking about the musical. We're talking about life. Excuse, excuse me for a second. I just want to talk to my son. You better fucking know every accomplishment that I have by the time you're her privileged age. All right, back to you. I had a tag. I didn't want to call you a bitch. So I had to call you another attack room. I, I mean, my I'm favorite a favorite accomplishment of yours, actually, Kelton. Yeah, all right. I raised a turtle. That's true, and it's cute. Yeah, I'm the favorite. I, know, so I think I'm doing fine. You don't even know the words that she don't know me. I don't even know what that is. Fuck. The song she don't know me. She don't, don't know me. She don't care. You know. Oh, that's fucking great song. My God, what's Gabby. the best? What's the best keyboard song for Bon Jovi? Easy, 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 easy. Even though he wrote it, right? She's a little runaway. Right away. What about what about the song your dad does before when he does the keyboard solo? What song is that? Oh, I don't know. What's the title of that song? 
Oh fuck, you're missing out. You should go and you should get on your little fucking MP3 player and start listening to Bon Jovi. Seven. Yeah, get on your get on your iPod One. Yeah, but you don't understand when you go when you're at the concerts every like nonstop. You it's just that like a part of the score to your life. You're not like I don't listen to it. If it comes on the radio, I'll listen to it. You don't think Francis Ford Coppola's kids have seen The Fucking Godfather a couple of times? I've also seen heard every Bon Jovi song one thousand times. Clearly, you have not, or you would know the words. Just she don't know me. She don't know me. Don't care. Oh my God. Leave me alone. Why? Why would we leave you alone? (laughs) Listen, Gabby. Well, I'm glad you're back with your boyfriend now. Should I hurry up and get this tattoo before you break up again? Yeah, hurry up. (laughs) Oh, shit. You guys back to doing butt stuff? No, I'm kidding. We're back. He won't let me do butt stuff. That's it. That's. The same same old story. He won't let me put a finger in his butt, but we're back. Oh. I wouldn't want that long finger in my butt either. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Look at the size of that thing. I would just slip all the way in. That just hurt my butt. Look at that. Oh, oh my Hook. lord! Oh, you fucking hit the male G spot with that witch finger. <laughs> oh my lord! Oh my lord! Oh my lord! Bobby the vapor. Oh my lord! <laughs> this woman done stuck her finger up for four knuckles deep inside my bottle. I believe you have an intestine in your hand. <laughs> I can't. I can't tattoo hands anymore. It freaks me out. <laughs> Are right. we matching tattoos? Get them. You? Yeah. What are we going to get? Picture Will you get Maximus? Picture me. <laughs> You're going to ask my boyfriend to tattoo a picture of me on you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so how funny, funny would that be? If we had Gabby's face with Mush's body. <laughs> yes. We should get a tattoo of Mush on our shoulders. Just looking up. <laughs> like yeah, you, get him, your logo. You, you get him looking up like this and I'll get him looking down like this. <laughs> Oh shit. That's funny. <laughs> oh shit. Well, that was fun, man. That was a great interview. Really fun. Good guy. By the and, way, New, uh, New Jersey's a great album. I don't know why you feel like you're mocking that one. That's a good one. Why am I mocking it? I don't know, because you're always like, I don't know, New Jersey. Mm. I just said New Jersey. New Jersey's a great album. What the fuck? Great fucking the album. OG album. Listen, I love Bon Jovi. Great stuff. I just don't, I'm not a historian. I mean, Sorry. it's not a historian. I mean, it's just fucking, I mean, Jesus Christ. I love my dad. He's perfect. I talk to him on the phone for two hours every day. Lay your hands on me. Lay, Lay your, your hands, hands on me. me. Lay your oh. hands on me. Bravo. And they <laughs> pop up from the bottom. And, the fuck- and that was actually the harmony in it. So that was it. That was the harmony. Fucking great. Bad remember harmony. Remember, remember when Richie used to be in the band and they had harmony? Yeah. Fuck. Can you get him on the show next week? Probably, but no. Really? I love Richie. He's he is the sweetest person on the planet. Everyone loves him. That's not the really? issue at hand. No, I know. I just I love him. He's amazing. He is amazing. Hey, what's happening with your movie? What's going on? I thought that was going to pop me. With my short film? Yeah. Well, it got into a bunch of fucking festivals and every festival got canceled. 
Oh, that sucks. It sucks. Suck up. Every fucking sucks. We got into so many. We were so excited to go. And um, yeah, whatever. But it got me new new reps. So I'm going to write... I'm going to write it into a, a feature or a pilot. We'll see. Let's not, it, it was good, but not that good. Let's not make it into a feature. No. What's the one where you were the security guard? That's that. I love that. That was great. It was a it's great, it was a great little short film. Thank you. So over your right-hand shoulder, there is what appears to be, no, the, the right. You're right. That's your left. Holy That's shit, I can't believe I had to explain that to you. That's that's her. That's her, that's her. Yes. Over what? your right hand shoulder, there's the sleeve of a person that was not, or whatever that is. It looks like somebody's sleeve in the hallway that was not there before. Yeah, that you couldn't see that before, and now you can. So I thought we were going to watch you get brutally murdered. Oh my god! Why? And you see <laughs> fucking nothing? What the I hell? I just said. I just said. But too bad you looked over the wrong fucking shoulder. You would have had your head cut off already. Oh my god! Freedom. No, shit out, girl. <laughs> I don't know what song that is. Look it up. You're going to hate it. I mean, no one hates Bon Jovi more than my actual mom. So, to be fair, I was oh, raised in a divided house. Not in the beginning, she didn't. No, my stepmom. Oh, your stepmom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, your actual mom hates Bon Jovi now. Fuck yeah, yeah she does. Oh, they both hate Bon Jovi. What is they your mom name? Really? What? What is your mom's name? April. Yo, so I met April. Really? She's a psychopath. Well, I, didn't, I only met her. I didn't hang out with her. She's, she nice used to like punch people. And uh, there's my dad has all these crazy stories of them going out. And if something someone ever said anything like rude to her, and it was the 80s, so I'm sure everyone said everything, she would just fucking punch people in the face in the VIP section, which is kind of cool. I was going to say, I got to be honest with you, that's not, that's earning that points. Yeah. yeah. Her and my dad should meet. <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been very fun. I have to pee for like the past half hour. Yes. I got to go do a cheese. Max Joe? is doing a cheese show with <laughs> cheese that Joe Russell and Olivia brought to the house. What about Margaret? Yeah. Why the fuck was Margaret. I invited to that? Oh, uh, the names. You, weren't a, you, you weren't here. You were at a lake. No, I was back by then, and I just lo- logged, innocently logged onto your Instagram story to see what you were up to, and to see people at a barbecue at your house without it. In Mike, life. Mike was going back to San Antonio, and you were going on a vacation. I didn't know when you're coming back. You didn't and, invite uh, me. Was, you didn't tell me about it until I told you I was going back to San Antonio. <laughs> wow, what a no! That's not wow. So that's it's both of us. So you choose Joe Russell over your two. Fucking children. Baba. The record, I would also First of all, Gabby, 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 and Mush, you are always invited to any party I have, no matter what. You know the date and the time, or else. I said to Mush, I go, Mush, I'd invite you. I invited people like that day, okay? And that night, actually, Saturday, I invited people. Keith, Rachel, Marina. Uh, and Norton and Colin were invited. That was the party. And then Colin bailed and Norton bailed. And I told Don, I said, listen, I got to invite the crew. Absolutely. Uh, Saturday, I invited Joe. And then I invited uh, Mush. He was going back to fuck. I was like, I told you, I would invite you to the party. But if you weren't going back, he would get the invite. You were already gone. I looked at the Instagram. You were doing lake shots with your gap. 
Um, and the so unattractive. I, uh, I, you, you guys can come to any party I ever have. And from now on, if I have a party, I'll make sure the invites out. Before is it because Don is it because Don doesn't like Gabby? Don loves Don, me. Don loves Gabby, dude. You're not going to fly with that. Asking, I, I that, love Don. It's so look at him. Look Don. at him. Look at. I was look just asking. Him. I didn't say she didn't. I said, is it because you, fucking Mike Coulter is CNN and Fox News of this show? Truly. He really just throws it out there like Don Lemon. Is it because? Is it because he he sounds like a fucking? One of those is it because people. your wife is not? <laughs> <laughs> friendly with Gabby. <laughs> um, no, let's she loves Gabby. And before he pees. She likes Mike. Yeah, let's do the names real quick. You ready? Here we go. This, first of all, I want to thank everybody in the Patreon. You guys are the fucking best. We love you. You're awesome. Uh, thanks for being in the chat tonight and hanging out. Your questions are always great. First name, I like to read these names. I'm very good at it. It's kind of my thing. Yep. And, uh, you know, this is where (laughs) I excel. Okay, here we go. First name, Misty. Welcome. John, I moved my monkey when Bobby was Chunky Schneider. Very good. (laughs) Hey. Chris Wamamalula. That's his fault for having a fucking unnecessary age in his name. Thank you. <laughs> Kevin Dupis. Dupuy. Dupuis. Mertrach. By a vowel. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Van Hayes. What? Hey. David Pavla, the dog. The dog. <laughs> Michelle Springle. Matt D. Stephen Ray. Kyle Duncan. Slam it. Dunkin' Donuts, a little bit of cream, not too much, no sugar. Wait, wait, Trevor wait, wait, wait. Gunn. wait. All the basketball references you could have made, you went right to donuts. <laughs> wait, real, real quick, Bobby, you didn't give Stephen Ray his his uh, ten gun salute. Oh, oh good eye. What? Ten gun his salute what? for Stephen Ray. Oh, oh, I was, oh, I was just seeing if you were paying attention. Stephen Ray, ping, 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 <laughs> ping. There you go. Oh my God, Kyle Duncan! I love the sandwiches. Trevor Gunn, Babau, Jason, Lucia, Lucia, Carell, Adara Raste, and Joe Saiboda. Svoboda. Svoboda. And I want to say something to Jason. Lushua. Bang, 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 bang. Cacao, 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 Ping, 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 ping. That crazy guy. <laughs> Letting my seven-year-old daughter see what a lunatic you are. Wow. He's so ping, cute. Ping, 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 ping. Oh, she's got pizza. Oh, I'm starving. I want pizza. She's oh, so cute. I want Brajol so bad right now. I, so ah, the man, episode title has to be Brajol, by the way. I wrote, I wrote that. Juliana, can you that and sliding me? keyboard? So. She's, getting, she's getting everybody to the finger. That's good. That's good. Good for you. Please screen grab that, Mike. Give the double oh, finger. like this. Uh, oh, I love her. Ever. I love her. 
Um, all right, there we go. Thank you for being a member of the joining up to the fucking best thing that ever came out of the pandemic. We're talking of show every night. We're talking the jerk off party. We're talking the YKWD. We're talking the live from the shed. We're talking tech talk with Bobby and fucking friends. All kinds of shit on here. And uh, it's uh, uh, under the price of a cup of coffee for 24 shows a month. It's fu- It's ridiculous. So I want to thank tomorrow. you guys. What's that? What do we have tomorrow? Me and you, baby. Me I love it. and you. Well, you and I think I mean I really didn't get anybody because I was waiting for you. I'm waiting you too. You had, you had Michael uh, Rappaport and the other guy. All right, so uh, I'll, I'm still working on it, and uh, tomorrow you and I will discuss Bon Jovi without all the distractions of Gabby. Yes. <laughs> she don't know me. She, she don't know. She, she don't know. What? what was that? Sing. I don't know. I just what? kind of added in an embellishment. All right. Do the, do the, uh, shot through the heart and you're to blame. You give love a bad name. We are back in action. The band is back together, Gabby. <laughs> Let's call our band Bonfoni and we'll go on a cover band and Gabby no. will be our singer. Or, or forget it, Gabby, you're out, Mush, you're in, and it's Tun Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> I know better. That's good. Tun you might have Jovi. To Bobby, you play the drums. I'll play the bass. We'll get some good-looking fat guy up with long hair to sing. Yes. Yeah. I'll wear this shirt every night. Nice. I already know how to play all the songs. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for our drummer, Tico Toenails. Our guitar player will be Richie Hambora. Yes. Tico Toenails. I'll be the bass player. Huge McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> and then John Tunjovi. I love it. Right, I, gotta I go love it. Song. See you later. All right, buddy. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you guys. The best fans in the world. Gabby, Mush, what do you got? Gabby? Um, follow me on Instagram at Gabby is Brian. Listen to my podcast, Utterbash Podcast. We have a Patreon now. That's it. Mush. Um, Follow the show at YKW Dude Podcast on Instagram. Actually, you like, subscribe on YouTube. Follow me at, at Mike B. Suarez. And follow oh. Bobby at Robert Kelly Live on Instagram and yeah. Robert Kelly and everything else. And follow and me on Mike at, at realassdude.com. We're going to get Lewis back on. The fans want it. Yeah. We will see you guys tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Stupid mustache. <laughs> and uh, that's it. Bye, guys. You know what, Bye. dude? See you next week. been listening to the YKWD podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty, shitty jobs.